0: All week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups, son of a. B- but don't be afraid. <laughs> That's why we give you weekend fantasy update.
1: Woo-hoo! All right. Welcome back. Final hour. Weekend fantasy update. Fantasy tears in. For Joe Galina and or Mike Blewett, I'm George Kurtz, And we'll take you through until the top of the hour with weekend wages with Cam Stewart and myself discussing the baseball slate. You know, the sport that Jim Day forgets exists during the summer. Uh, we'll be discussing uh, pretty much all your game, all the news and notes there, all the gambling. Uh, Jose Ramirez, fractured hand. That's bad, Jim. Bad to have a fractured hand. Bad for any hand injury for a baseball player. You know, hard to grip that bat. But that's okay. I know you don't care. Next time you're on, I'm going to talk hockey for three hours. Uh, that's all we're, all we're going to do is talk hockey.
2: Then I'm going to put uh, which... my wife on. She knows hockey better <laughs> yes, than I, got I do. got a hockey
1: draft starting a couple of weeks. I
2: did a mock during the week for hockey. Uh, you know, everybody talks right. about the NFL being a year-long thing. Hockey is really trying its damnedest to do the same thing. Didn't they oh, just the, the finish just playing too. like a, a, like three weeks ago? The
1: season just lasts too long. I'm, I'm not going to de- deny that, Jim. I mean, they start in October. They the, By the time the Cup is over, it's late June or middle June. I mean, so you're, it's just two months. The season just ended two months ago, and literally training camp starts in about two and a half weeks. All right, so I agree with you there. There really is no downtime. Uh, that is the forever season. It just goes on and on and on and on. But uh, we'll talk about that another time. I know you really want (laughs) to get into hockey, Jim. I I know. Uh, But I'm going to have to insist we keep
2: talking football. Hey, Uh, if we're going to talk hockey, then i got to talk, you know, i got to talk about the best goaltender in the league, man, guy who just keeps getting it done year in, year out, and had an exceptional 2018 season. And, you know, Martin Brodeur has to be in your starting lineup. (laughs) Martin Brodeur. Uh,
1: Yeah, yeah, put him in your starting lineup, Uh, absolutely. Uh, Especially if I'm in a league – it's funny you should mention that, by the way. People actually asked last night during the draft if they could draft Gronkowski. I mean, it's a, it's an eight-man bench.
2: No one did it. If they it. could People draft who? Gronk. Oh, Gronkowski. Oh, there you go. Hey, I took yeah, him in, in a couple of best ball leagues in, like, the 24th round. What the heck? Yeah. Uh, this league,
1: uh, it's funny. At CBS Sports, by the way. You know, you get those stickers. That he's, he has a sticker. He does have a <laughs> sticker. So... Uh, yeah, but uh, no one pulled the trigger. I was a little surprised. Once again, at the end of the day, you want to, it's it's an eight-man bench. You want to put him as your eighth man? Fine. You, you know, I'll be the first guy you get rid of anyway. Or one of the first guys to get rid of. I didn't have an issue with it. But no one no one pulled that trigger. Uh, to take Gronk, uh, he was my favorite player, Jim. He was my favorite player in football. I just liked the way, the way he enjoyed life. Enjoyed uh, playing.
2: Uh, I'm with I'll 100%. I've been on him yeah. since forever. Actually, he was a big reason I had the best season I ever had back in 2010. Him and Arian Foster carried all my teams to wins. I
1: rarely had
2: him because uh, I'm not a big believer. I in always spinning,
1: had and, uh, him. <laughs> I, had, I, I, I didn't never have him. I did have him a few times. Didn't never. That doesn't sound like good English. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I uh, I don't I'm not generally a big believer in spending uh, an early pick on a tight end I, I generally like to wait so I rarely had him but uh, had him last year in the league that didn't work out well uh, but that being said Gronk uh, they, they were, speaking of Gronk uh, one of the um, the New England reporters for ESPN I do not remember which one I don't it might have been Mike Reese but I'm not I'm not 100 sure but they, this was about two months ago they stated this that if Gronk did come back it likely wouldn't be for the Patriots that he's had enough of Belichick. Uh, A, do you believe this? And if it's not for the Patriots,
2: yeah, okay, so I'm not crazy. Who? Who would he come back with? Oh, anybody. (laughs) Who wouldn't want Gronk? Heck, any team in in the league could use Gronk. Well, maybe not Philadelphia because they're pretty sold on their two guys. They're pretty good, yeah. Uh, you know, heck, Houston could use him. <laughs> it all comes back I mean, to you're talking man. about you're talking about a great blocking tight end too, and we know what he can do catching the ball when he's fully healthy. So why couldn't Houston's been dying to find a a good tight end that they could count on? And so far, I've had no real no luck. I mean, you're looking at Ryan Griffin this year. You know, maybe uh, Warren is the rookie, but you know. He's been injured, hasn't really been in camp very much, so I don't see him getting off to a good start. So they could easily use a, a tight end, too. So right now, Houston should be out there shopping all in every aisle of the supermarket right now. Houston needs they, they need a
1: running back. They go for the high-end shopping with Melvin Gore. They could trade uh, javian Clowney, and now they need uh, Gronk. We'll talk about coming out of retirement. Uh, Houston's going to have be a lot of fun this year. For a team that's a good team, too. Uh, they could be a great team, but this noise. hurts. You know, and I'm, I mean, you know, in the NFL, generally, some team goes from worst to first. Uh, I, I looked at all these last place teams from last year. The only, I mean, Jacksonville has a shot. They're the only team I can see doing it. Can you I mean, and especially now that Indianapolis, I don't think they win the division now. Tennessee, I'm certainly not sold on Mariota and or Tannehill as the quarterback there. Uh, Houston, obviously, they have their issues now. Jacksonville,
2: are they the, would you put them as the favorite to win that division now? Uh, they definitely move up into that conversation. There's no doubt. I'm not sure I put them as a favorite for anything, but they definitely move into that comp- You know, conversation. Look, they got, still have a great defense. Didn't play up to what people expected of them in, in fantasy last year, but they were still a good defense. Um, I expect them to be really good again this year. Uh, if Fournette stays 60 games, we know that he gets it done based on sheer volume alone because his individual numbers suck. Um, if you look at it across the board, his numbers are terrible. Um, but, uh, you know, he does it just because he gets so, so many opportunities. And here, to, just to give you a stat that I love about him, and and this comes from pro football focus, not for me, folks. I'm not this intelligent. Um, but among thir- 63 running backs with at least 150 carries over the last two years, out of 63 Fournette has ranked 48th in run grade 49th in yards per carry and 50th in yards after contact per attempt um so he's not a great running back he just does it on sheer volume and if he stays healthy enough that sheer volume would be good enough to give them a really good running game um so that that is you know what they need at that point Foles, hey, he's definitely an upgrade over bortles uh he's a guy that plays better in games than he does in practice field it seems like because he doesn't show up well in preseason a lot he doesn't show up well in practice gets on the field and he plays well so they they have the basis to make that move i'm just not sure i'm fully buying in yet
1: i just think i said out of all the teams that could possibly do it i think the jack was really the only one i mean i don't see the giants doing it i don't see detroit doing it uh Tampa Bay. No Arizona. No uh, Jets or who? If Jets or Buffalo, whatever. He finish last. No,
2: no. Uh, Jets, well, I, Jets, I'm going to uh, give you one. I'm going to give Cincinnati? you one right now that I think oh, has a chance and will surprise everybody. Good. And I hate to say it because I'm a fan, but it's the Giants. Look, I know you. I, I don't, and I'm not normally this guy. I don't normally say this, but they could surprise. Look, if if Dallas doesn't get Zeke in, let's say, what if? Um, I, I'm sorry, Tony Pollard has looked good, in, you know, in so far in preseason. I'm not sure if that's going to fully play out in the season, but we'll see. Uh, but it definitely takes a, a big chunk out of their offense, it does. I, no matter how good he's looked in preseason, he's not Zeke. Yeah, you know, He's not even close, so that definitely hurts them. Uh, Washington, who finished above the Giants, has all kinds of problems already. If they lose Trent Williams, which it looks like they will, it's absolutely not going to help. Eric flowers on that tackle spot. I I mean, I still can't stop laughing. The fact that he's still a starting tackle in the NFL is beyond me. Um, If I were them, I'd, I'd bring me back from retirement over him because he just, he's a swinging gate. That just is terrible. Uh, So they're, there's there's a lot of things going on. Philadelphia, okay, they have a lot of good pieces in place. The defense should be better. Uh, offensive line is getting older, so but it still should be among the best. They have got a lot of talented weapons. But if Carson Wentz goes down now, what are you looking at? You know, uh, Josh McCown, Nate Sudfeld, one of these guys, as all of a sudden taking them to the promised land? I can't see it. The Giants have improved their offensive line. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, the wide receivers have taken a, taken a hit, but Sterling Shepard is solid. They get golden tape back after week four. And, you know, Ingram gives them that other edge. And of course, Barkley, uh, their defense should be a little better this year. That's always been the suspect, but we've seen them before outplay what they look like on paper. And this is a team that I think has enough pieces. They could surprise. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying they could surprise. Yeah, it's not happening.
1: There's uh, so many what ifs there, man. If I know the what ifs for that, man, I'd be rich. Uh, I mean, oh, like there's the no what
2: maybe? ifs for your team.
1: No, no. I don't need. To, I don't need to rely on uh, Wentz being out. Dallas can beat Philadelphia with or without Wentz. You know, with I don't know, need to worry. With Zeke, Logan,
2: without Zeke, I'm, I'm not so sure. Zeke signs. He may miss a game, is so that wouldn't shine. Uh, you, you know. Again, I agree with you. But what if we're playing the what if game? Who can bounce back? No, I'm telling you, you, that you, you that's what, what they need game. to I bounce do not play
1: back. The, I do not play the what if game. <laughs> all right, Dallas is a top five defense, top ten at worst in the, in the league.
2: All right, they're solid all around.
1: I mean, uh, they, oh, they so one or two, one
2: or two injuries can't change that in a hurry. Every team can play one or two injuries. Exactly, that's all I'm saying. Every, the but one thing I've learned for. about playing Are fantasy the football. All I, all I could say, the one thing I've learned about playing fantasy football all these years is that you can never say never. If somebody would I'm have come betting. up to you, if somebody would have come up to you in week nine last year, and you had Gurley, no, you you had Damian Williams, and they had Todd Gurley, and they offered you Gurley for Williams, you you would jump all over that in a heartbeat, and laugh your ass to the bank all the way, and you would have been wrong.
1: You know what they call this, Jim? They call it cherry picking. All right, because but I'm I saying know, it happens players, players, all the time. You went. can
2: never say never in the NFL. You just I can't. I didn't say
1: never. I'm a betting guy. I am not betting on the Giants making the playoffs. All right, well, not I'm even not even. either.
2: <laughs> you yeah, asked me for somebody, somebody that could surprise from worst to first. It could be the Giants. That's
1: all I'm saying. No, I didn't say, I didn't say, I didn't say surprise. I, a team that could go from worst to first. Not a surprise team. I did well, they still
2: say. could go from worst, <laughs> to worst to first.
1: They're not. It's not happening. Sorry. <laughs> not having Giant fans. You're just not that good. Your defense is bad. All right, I, I agree with everything else you said. And losing Golden Tate for four games, too, is just a crusher. Because uh, now I don't know what
2: he'll be the re- oh, this oh, season as well. Giants hater you. No, I'm not a Giants hater. I, uh, yes, you are. I you not, sound I, like a Giants hater. You should move to Dallas, fool.
1: No. I'm not I'm not the same fan I used to be. This <laughs> is any team, but I think it's the job we do. I'm not the same Cowboy fan. I'm not the same Yankee fan. I'm not the same Iowa fan. I'm just not. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's the job we do. I think it's getting older as well, and you realize – the players don't care as much as the fans do. <laughs> so, uh, not every player; some players do, but a lot of players, it literally is just a job. Win or lose, okay, I got paid. You know, and that that takes some of the enjoyment out of it. Being a fantasy guy, a betting guy, uh, I've bet against the Yankees a million times. I mean, if that's where I think the money's going, I'm that's how I'm going to get paid. I'll bet against the Yankees. I don't care. I want to get paid. You know, I want my fans. I want my fantasy teams to win a hell of a lot more than I want the Cowboys to win. Jerry Jones is not sending me a check. Unless I, you know, I checked in my mail, nothing from Jerry Jones. I want to get paid, and if that means rooting against the Cowboys to lose, I have to win a thousand dollars. Cowboys can, go, can lose. Sorry, this is the way. I, I know it, that sounds terrible as a fan, but uh, I it doesn't I love, sound I like love much sports. of a fan
2: to me. I think you should Money turn in first. your fan card. Money
1: comes first, man. Like I said, they're not paying my bills. <laughs> you well know, no, that's uh, true. You,
2: you you got that baby boy on the way. You got to take care of him.
1: Yeah. I do not have a baby boy on the way by the way. Anybody wondering? At least not as far as I know. Honey. Honey. Uh, so I'm not gonna have that football conversation with them, Jim. So he'll be gone. If <laughs> I find out later. Uh,
2: hey look, got I look at it, it this way, back to that conversation real quick. I was thinking about it. You know, if I go back and think of my days of playing, I can't tell yeah. you how many times I, I must have had a concussion and continued to play and all of that. And I'm still surprised to this day. I'm half as loose as, as I am um, <laughs> for because of that. You know, now they're talking about, oh, you know, three, four concussions and, you know, a guy could be done. Heck, I, I know I had that before high school I had that. <laughs> so who knows? What, what do we call
1: back in the day, Jim? What do we call it when you got hit in the head? Got your bell rung. Right? Yeah, right. Got your bell rung. Yeah, hey, bell rung. He's all right. <laughs> you know, you guys about you to stop without the phase, you know, if you're uh, professional. Yeah, give him start, a minute. Start, He'll be fine. Time.
2: Get back on the field. Right.
1: Give him a minute. He'll be fine. Get get back in there. Let's go. I mean, it's <laughs> it's amazing how, thi- how things have changed, right? You were sort of a wimp if you didn't come back in. Yeah, exactly you know, right. You,
2: <laughs> and coaches you use that. <laughs> Absolutely. Just, come uh, on. he got on the field. He's got a broken leg. He's playing. How come you can't get out there with a headache? Come on. Get out there. Right.
1: It's It's amazing. <laughs> Amazing how that's all changed now, but you're you're 100 correctly, 100 correct on how that's uh, how that's worked. Uh, I mean, listen, like smelling salts, guys. I mean, it's it's wow. Yeah, really smelly. Oh
2: man, yeah, right. Oh man, I hadn't thought about that in a long time. Holy crap. Yeah,
1: but but anybody who hasn't had smelling salts, man, they do wake you up. I'll tell you that. Those <laughs> things
2: are uh, man. That, those Your are Your whole body job.
1: lurches. I, yeah, I did not like those things at all, not at all. <laughs> and if, by the way, if, you, if they gave you smelling salts and you didn't jerk. Oh uh, you're you were you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very much, man. The
2: cord is the next phone call. Just just think but, of it this way, folks. If you've ever used a VIX inhaler in your life, you know, use that like by a hundred thousand times. <laughs> and that was smelling salt. Smelling salts. Oh, I did. Oh, that that brings back some bad memories.
1: Very <laughs> bad memories. Uh, Smelling salt. I did not like those at all. But that that's the that's literally decades ago. I haven't seen uh, seen those in a long time. They certainly don't use them. All. At least not out in the public open now on uh, football sites. So I'm. As a Cowboy fan. I remember Roger Starback, Them giving them to him after he got dinged a thousand times. And uh, you know, he, and I remember one time he didn't jerk. I was like, oh oh, that's yeah. not good. <laughs> uh, that's not good at all. And Roger Stomach ended up retiring early because of the uh, the head hits. You know, Aikman mm. retired early because of the head. Of Steve Young retired early because of the head hits. You know, and, uh, you know, you, go, you, you bring back to Andrew Luck. It's really not the head hits. It seems to be a more, an overall body bodily injury, injury thing where uh, he just didn't want to take it anymore. Still a shame, but he didn't I'd want to take, take it anymore. So, anyway, let's go to Ezekiel Elliott. I know we're coming up against the break here, but we'll get a little, little bit on Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, you, I think you mentioned this on the Frenzy on uh, Friday. that You had him seventh in your rankings now. Does he keep going down the longer he holds out for? I mean, is, does he keep going down in your rankings? And where's the point of no return for you? Like, all right, I got to take him now. I can't let him go any further.
2: Well, right now, yeah, he he will continue to slide a little bit the longer he stays in combo. Cabo. Um, you know, if he comes back to, to Dallas and he's in Dallas – Then he won't slide as much because I figure they got to be working on it. Look, I fully expect him to be back too, but at this point, there is a chance he could miss maybe week one, week two. I just don't know if it happens. We'll talk about it more on the other side.
0: If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all, go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com.
1: Right, weekend fantasy update. George and Jim, Rexy, uh Jim and I are participating in the uh, the Goom Squad League Thursday night. That's through uh, with Chris Venture, the listeners on the uh, Fantasy Football Frenzy show. And, and, I, and uh, I just found the, the draft, draft
2: order. I, right, well, I have the we'll third pick. You, pick. you have the fifth pick.
1: Ooh, okay. Oh, uh, I think I'd rather. Be, I'd certainly rather be in your choice. This way, I don't have to worry about Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, so that's uh, not, I'm not going to ask who you're going to pick. We know you're going to get a great running back no matter what you do. Probably. I would assume you're getting Kamara, but, I'm uh, going with Mahomes. Yeah, I'm sure you, <laughs> would
2: uh,
1: I'll get, I'll get to that in a second though. But, um, okay. So I was we were talking about Ezekiel Elliott. All right. Uh, I don't want to take him at far I already have him in the other, the other league we're in the fan, the frenzy league.
2: Yeah, the uh, pit league. Oh, yeah, that frenzy league. Yeah, you also league. drafted right, him in league. the pit league.
1: Well, we'll call it the pit league. I like that better. Uh, pit league, I, I, I took him at five. And I could have got him last night in my home uh, league gym, and I, I wasn't doing it. Just in case, as you said, he does miss a week or two, all this soft tissue injury uh, sort of thing there. So I, I don't want to take too many chances. Fifth pick, uh, I assume once again, Kamara, McCaffrey, Barkley, All gone. I, I already have David Johnson in two leagues now. I want to take him to third league if he falls? I got Levy on Le- 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 Bell in a league. Uh, so I don't think if I want you got to, that concern, go right with there. the
2: wide receiver. That's what I tell everybody. If you're worried about those running backs in that range, look, personally, I, I love David Johnson. I've been grabbing him everywhere. If not David Johnson, it's James Connor. But if you're not really sold on any of them, then grab DeAndre Hopkins or dra- grab Devonte B- uh, Adams. Whoever is your number one wide receiver at that point because you're you're solid there at that point you could always make the running backs up later on if you're really that concerned don't get boiled down into thinking at that point oh I gotta take a running back here at five or at six you don't you know grab that top wide receiver on your list and roll with it it's a nice safe pick you get away from a lot of that garbage of worrying about these running backs and you don't have to uh, so I, I'd absolutely recommend if you're that worried about it go away from it grab a wide receiver
1: that's great advice, and if I had the eighth pick, I'd probably follow that. At five, I'm taking a running back. My, I, I like David Johnson as well. My only issue is, I in my last two drafts, I've gotten David Johnson. He fell to 11 in one league, and I got him yesterday, too. I forget where. Uh, he was. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a David Johnson believer. Wow, I 11. I'd take
2: 11, David Johnson 11 in a heartbeat.
1: S- wow. Super flex league. That's why he fell. Uh, I was surprised, mind you. And There were some people in that league who don't, don't believe. Once well, again, it's a home league. It wasn't an exercise league. Uh, they don't you know, listen in a home league. You say, Oh, David Johnson, Arizona Cardinals, blah suck that thing. Yeah, so uh, I wasn't surprised he fell. You know, this was not far from an expert. A couple of guys know what they're doing, a couple of guys don't. You know,
2: that can be home league, just having so, fun with uh, it. and That's okay, too. Yeah, that's a money league. It's a heavy money league, but you better have it's about 12. Every every league money league needs donators.
1: Yes, I agree. I like donations. Donations are good. I'm a big believer in this, Jim. 12 team league. And this is any league, expert. Uh, you know, home league or, or whatever. Three teams, they get eliminated by injuries. Yeah, you know, I'm not talking not one injury. I'm talking you got crushed. Wait, half your team went on the, uh, the IR, and that's it. You're done. You know, so we already eliminate three teams. You can eliminate another two to three teams – yeah, even in expert leagues, they just didn't pay attention. They didn't make the right moves. They were always behind. You know, they, they play in 150 leagues and forgot, that sort of thing. Wow, so those people out there Jim, pay
2: 150 leagues?
1: Wow. Yeah, I, I don't understand those people, man. Don't they have a life? <laughs> uh, don't, they, don't they play fantasy baseball? Um, so I always believe, Jim, that I just need to avoid being the injury guy. and There's really no, no way you can avoid it. Just don't take a whole bunch of, I guess, injury-prone players. But if I can avoid being the injury guy, I've only got to beat out. Five or six other guys. I'm a big believer in that. Just got to avoid being the injury guy.
2: Well, look, I, I look at it slightly differently. When I go into a draft, the one thing I, I always feel pretty confident is, is I'm not going to be in the bottom six. So I, all I got to do is beat five others.
1: See Same yeah, same way. I, I agree. Uh, listen, do you have a, a rival? Even if they don't know, know their rival, do you have somebody in you play playing leagues? I'm not saying every league, but that you realize, damn. I'd never beat this guy. Not when it matters. Maybe, you know, oh, you finished eighth, and he finished and he finished ninth. Yeah, you beat him, but it didn't matter. Is there anybody out there, a name?
2: Yeah, there is, actually. <laughs> There's one that's on this network that, for some reason, he's got my number, and that's uh, Mr. Adam Ronas. Um, he, he's always tough for that's me. Hilarious. He, he, he's a great drafter. He's a great fantasy player. And, for some reason, I have a lot of issues playing against Adam Ronas. Yeah. Guess who mine is? Uh Tony Sincottin. <laughs> no,
1: that's Adam Ronis. To- Tony
2: is a donated guy. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> oh is Tony's it, it the same guy, Ronis? He's good, it's there's Ronis, no doubt yeah. about it. He is good. He's 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 he plays his game well. He's not somebody who just talks about it. He plays his game well.
1: Oh he does. A lot he's of guys little out little there that to told... talk
2: about it don't play the game well. <laughs> Yeah.
1: I've told Adam, uh, I, I said, I'm sure I beat him in leagues where once again, I finished eighth, he finished ninth, who cares? But when it ever came down to where it was important, I've always, I've lost the playoffs to him. He's always finished ahead of me in baseball. It's, uh, it's frustrating. I, 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 I doubt he cares, but it's frustrating to me. Yes. Yeah. once <laughs> I want to be I finished ahead of him in a league where it mattered, you know, it's been, uh, it makes me, I, I told Adam this, I, I don't know why, you know, I, I know why he's a very good player, but, uh, you know, even in matches where I thought I had the, the advantage, he always comes out ahead. Uh, it just, Pisses me off really actually. Just makes me mad. You know, there's always always somebody you uh you can't uh, you have trouble beating. How are you, Jim? Now once again, I always like Jim asking Jim these questions. He plays in a lot of leagues, so he has a better uh, a better overall view than I would think just about anybody. Uh, I think from when you and I first started playing, the big change is trading. Right? So um I guess a two-part question to you. I'm assuming in a lot of leagues you play in you don't see as many trades as you used to. And B... Are you one of these guys who believes that trading pretty much should be outlawed because, you know, you want to avoid the collusion and the idiotic
2: trades that do happen here? How do you feel about trading in general? I love to trade. Um, I absolutely do. Um, So, you know, I I do play a lot of leagues, but a lot of them are free leagues just because I love to draft and have fun with it. And it's really hard to have fun in a money league. You know, maybe in a friend's money league, you can have fun because you can get on each other all the time. But, you know, to play in money leagues against guys you don't know and stuff like, really doesn't hold a lot of appeal to me because I, it's still fun to me. And that isn't fun. Uh, you know, you can't trade in those in most of those leagues. Um, things like that. There's very little interaction. You know, I, I don't really find that as much fun. I know, you know, when I play those leagues, I'm in it to win it. And that's what I'm doing but for me, I much prefer, you know, leagues that are more casual, maybe even free, where you have people talking trash and you can make trades, whatever you do. Uh, nobody's really grumbling about anything because there's no money on the line. To me, that's just more the pure fun of fantasy football. Um, don't get me wrong. I play in plenty of money leagues and I'm as cutthroat as they come when I get in money league. But, you know, for me, I love to trade, and I love leagues where I can trade, and I trade all the time. It's, just, it's one thing I've
1: noticed over the years, though. I mean, trades are uh, – I think it's, it's, it's actually your fault. It's my fault. It's because of what we do. People are so afraid to trade. They're so afraid that if they make a trade, Jim Day is now going, what were you thinking? You're an idiot. How could you do this? <laughs> you know, the solution to that be by, be, by the way, maybe you want to get in touch with us before you make a trade. If you're worried about what we're going to say, which means you told us somehow, then how about asking us about the trade? We'll give you our opinion. You know, but I think people are so afraid now. I, I'm not going to say every offer, but probably two-thirds of the offers I get now are just insulting. And if you insult me, I'm not, I'm not even giving you a reply back. I'm sorry I'm not. In my mind, you have no interest then. You're looking to rip me off. If you make me an offer, I understand it's a solid offer, maybe not your best offer, but then we can negotiate. We can have fun, and maybe we work out that trade. But if you insult me, Jim, I just lose, I lose interest. I just lose interest in a trade, and I find that mostly, most uh, trade offers I get, someone's just looking to rip me off because they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it from Jim Day that you were, you're were you an idiot, you made a terrible deal. <laughs> They're hoping that
2: they can be on the other side that I'll be the idiot, and, and that annoys me to no end. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't love those kind of offers either. You know, guy guy coming up with some you know crazy thing. He'd give me 16 pieces for my one stud. You know, I don't care about the 16 little pieces. I'll take the stud, thank you very much. Um, you know, and the thing, the ones I love are the guys to send you the offer. Yeah. You get back to them and say, no, that's really not for me. And then they try to tell you how much better it is for your team. (laughs) Well, well, thank you. I can do my own analysis. I appreciate your help though. And I'll take that under advisement, but, um, shut up. Um, (laughs) don't, don't try and convince me how much this helps my team. Uh, I can do that on my own. Those are the ones that really get me. I'm with you there.
1: Uh, you, you, thanks, thanks. Uh, I think I might know about fantasy. I think I realize what my team is. Yeah, I, I don't need you to convince me. I don't. I don't mind you trying a little bit. I understand that's part of the game we play here. But th- don't go overboard. If uh, if I'm a flat no, it's a flat no. Believe me. If I'm interested in a deal, you'll get a you'll get a negotiation from me. I mentioned M- Matt Deutsch. He gave me an offer that was fair. Granted, I don't need the players he he was offering me because I'm strong at those positions. But the offer was fair, so I did give him a counter, and we'll see where, how it goes from there. If we can work something out. You know, but uh, if you actually, if you insult me, Jim, I just get like, really? Because like I said, if I'm going to trade with Jim Day, you know, the first thing I'm going to lo- do before I even talk to Jim is look at Jim's team. Okay, Jim, you know, he's, he's got great running backs. Forget about it. I'm not going to. Uh, but he's weak at wide receiver. Okay. So maybe I, I have extra wide receivers I can work with saying I need a running I'm back. A weak at wide
2: receiver? Which league are you looking at?
1: It's league 82. Uh, so <laughs> just keep an eye on that.
2: Uh,
1: but the idea is I'm looking at your team. Uh, this way I'm going to get Jim interested. I'm not going to offer Jim a running back. if He's got 18 running backs. And they're all great. He doesn't need one, and I'm I'm not gonna make Jim my best offer. I'm not, but I'm not gonna insult him either. And by the way, this goes home. I'm talking. About this goes for regular people too. I don't insult anybody in my home leagues. I'll make a I'll, I'll solid Offer. It's probably not my best offer unless I'm in a time crunch. But it's a solid offer to get Jim's interest. And then Jim will either come back and "Be okay," or nah, you "Now, no, I'm not looking to deal." And if, if Jim says he's not looking to deal, I move on. I'm not gonna pester Jim or anybody else. I'm just I'm not that kind of guy. But if he gives me back, he may say, "Okay, I'd rather have this." And then we have we have a conversation now. And now we maybe we can work something out. Maybe we can't. That's just the way. I, I said I don't want to insult anybody, Jim, especially anybody in the industry. Like I said, insulting you would be idiotic. Oh yeah, maybe Jim's a slow. You know, maybe Jim's drinking today, and he'll hit, <laughs> he'll hit yes twice by accident. That was That's last what I feel night. like people are hoping for.
2: I, I missed you by a day. Damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, I was drinking some nice Macallan eighteen-year uh, uh, blended uh, single malt last night. It was nice. Um So, let's see, during during the auction, too, which made it even more fun. (laughs) One, all this luck news hit. Uh, It was kind of interesting, actually. Um, I am am what you call a very fair trader. When I make an offer, I have absolutely, you know, gone over your roster, gone over my roster, picked out a couple pieces I think could help you and picked out a couple pieces on your team that I think can help me. The reason I do this is more often than not, People's first reaction if I offer them a trade is, oh, crap, what does Jim know that I don't know? He does this for a freaking living. Um, so I can't trade with Jim. He knows something I don't know. So I've become a much more fair trader because I want those trades in the future, and I want people to feel comfortable being able to trade with me know that knowing that I'm not going to rake them over the coals. So I, I am always offering a trade I think can help you as much as it helps me. I, I really don't start from in, anywhere else. The guys that come to me with all the crazy offers—and I mean really off-the-wall offers—offer uh, me a, a backup running back and a, a wide receiver three for a stud running back, things like that. I usually turn around and offer them, uh, you know, one of my players for <laughs> basically their entire team, and throw that back at them, uh, just to say, "Hey, look, idiot! This, this is—you know—you want to make stupid offers? Here's one for you." Um, so yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm not a big fan of that kind of stuff. People, you know, don't overvalue your own players and then come to me and tell me how great they are for me.
1: It's right. I knew you would go for that when you started talking about uh, the offer you're going to make back. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's, frustrating if you want to close off trade talks real quick, when you offer something like that, I will not I, I wouldn't even be smart ass like you are and give a reply back. I just, you know, delete, I'm too busy here. Uh, I ain't got I ain't got time for this. I, I just don't have time for idiotic trade offers. Make something I can – like I said, I never expect your best trade offer. I understand we're going to play the uh, negotiation game here. And wow.
2: No wow. Um. Okay, just to throw this out there real quick, something you might want to talk about on the next show, but oh. early numbers out of Vegas have Colts' win okay. total dropping from 9.5 to 6.5.
1: Yeah, that's that something they do. It's funny. We were doing it yesterday, Cam and I. We did it for every team in the NFL yesterday before this. Uh, neither one of us was touching Indianapolis. We were leaving it alone. We knew it would, it would drop. Uh, I didn't know who would drop three games. That's a heavy drop. That uh, is a big well, drop. That's yeah, a heavy wow. drop. <laughs> that, uh, that is something you're absolutely right, Cam, and I will be discussing that. Uh, <laughs> wow. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I almost forgotten about the luck thing. You depressed me again. <laughs> now that I have Andrew Luck in the league. <laughs> Uh, we all, listen. I know you have been a bunch of leagues too, uh, but yes, we'll, we'll definitely be discussing that. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt we'll be discussing that. All right, next topic. Antonio Brown. We don't. We don't for some reason, we don't discuss as much on Fantasy Frenzy. So Jim Day. Uh, Antonio Brown. You feeling better about Brown? I assume he he had his uh, hearing. Uh, I was gonna say yesterday, Friday. I assume he's gonna lose that hearing. Uh, according to Drew Rosenhaus, it doesn't matter. Win or lose, he'll be there. You know, I think, Drew, as Drew said, that's the plan right now. Uh, plans can change. Uh, hopefully he shows up. All right, or he, he doesn't get too angry and decides to throw furniture off, see, oh, off a roof again. Antonio Brown, I mean, I assume you have in some leagues already. How would you treat the guys who are drafting tonight? What are you doing? Would you take Antonio Brown?
2: Well, it really comes down to where he falls to. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, everybody has value at some point in the draft. But uh, I am a little put off about him. Look, it's not even so much him. I think he'll be there. He'll be playing in some helmet or another. Heck, maybe they, he'll, he'll try and get somebody to uh, disguise his helmet to make it look like one of the approved ones. I don't know what he'd do. But he'll be on the field. My problem is more how much time he's missed. Uh, you know, in preseason training camp because of the feet, because of the helmet, Uh, you know, when you're working with a new offense and a new quarterback, you need time on the field, and that bothers me. So, again, I I think he might get off to a slow start, but then, again, as I said on the frenzy, if he gets off to a slow start, a savvy owner would then try and swoop in and see if he can get him on the cheap because I think he'll definitely get better as the season goes on. guy's too good not to. Okay, America's favorite game show. What would Jim do, Brown or Keenan Allen? Uh, Right now, i go Keenan Allen. Absolutely l- love him in this, uh, especially with uh, Tyron Williams gone. Keenan Allen's going to suck up a lot of targets. Agreed. I did that last night, actually. I took, took Allen over Brown. Uh, Brown or Amari Cooper, who hasn't played? Uh, that you pre-season. know what? In this point, I'm going to stick with Brown. Because uh, Amari Cooper's b- been missing time now with the foot injury as well. And while he did come in last year and have a couple of good games, he had a couple of games that weren't so good. I do expect him to bounce back, but this foot injury is starting to bother me.
1: I agree. I would take Brown as well over Mr.
2: Cooper. Brown or Edelman? Uh, oh, man. Um, yeah, that's tough. I like Edelman just because he's got that safe floor. Uh, Brown's definitely got a higher ceiling, but I think I'd go with Edelman. But it'd be back and forth. Feeling, last one. Feeling, easy.
1: All right. A little who? A little who to take us out of here. Good boy, good boy. Jim Day, George Curtis, Weekend Fantasy Update. We're back to close it out. for this.
3: The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable, you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your sunsetter for as little as five ninety nine dollars when you call now to get your special 200 dollars discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800 869 Nine fifty-four forty-six 5446 now to get a free Awning Idea Kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter Discount Certificate. This is a limited-time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free Awning Idea Kit with DVD and $200 Discount Certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now.
1: Uh, I would have preferred Hell's Bells by ACDC if it had played of bells. I guess this will do. Uh, weekend Fantasy Update. Uh, I'm George Kurtz, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, filling in for Joe Gleaner or Mike Blewett, maybe both, I don't know. Uh, it's just the way it is here. Uh, Jim, by the way, once again, we uh, I thank you very much. You've uh, covered for me uh, in the month of August, you've covered for, for Mike, Joe, uh, and I know weekend's a pain. You know, everybody has uh, stuff they want to do here, but uh, certainly appreciate you've made our life Especially a lot easier. Especially on a
2: gorgeous Sunday morning we have here in New York. Yes, it is a, uh, a little cool. You can feel football in the air. Can't you feel it a little bit? Oh, I love it. Yesterday today today, this is my perfect weather. Give me, give me high 60s, low 70s, and I'm in heaven. Oh, I agree.
1: Uh, it's funny. When, you
2: know, when it comes to football, Jim, uh, when it comes
1: to baseball, I believe baseball should be played nice, sunny, weather, hot. You know, that's when it's good. Football, I'm the opposite, man. I, I, watching football when it's sunny out, I'm like, oh, you know, I, I like little, at least a little gray clouds. Should be like played at least in grayness. Uh, I prefer snow and rain and mud and all that stuff. Yeah. But, uh, I, yeah, just, it just has to be a mess just has to be a little bit of a mess. So uh, I like that. Even though nowadays they tend to delay the games. And there's any kind of lane, God forbid, uh, we should play them when the weather's rough here. Did you see the golf well, they only, yesterday? I, where they the, only
2: delay games if it's thunder and
1: lightning. Lightning. But uh, speaking of lightning, did you see the golf? I don't know what tournament it was. I'm not a big uh, I don't watch much golf. But uh, uh, Bolt hit the uh, the course and uh, injured some fans. I think it hit a, uh, hit a tree. And I guess the splinters from the tree oh, injured, uh, injured some fans. <laughs> they have a video of it. No, I did what, not I think, see wow. that. Wow.
2: <laughs> yeah i just and meanwhile exploring. the nfl is saying and you wonder why we delay games yeah you're right uh, I, I get it not, i do
1: <laughs> get it it's just that uh you know i just get annoyed you know uh what was that one game wasn't was it the last year the game in miami that was it started at one and ended at eight thirty.
2: yeah right yeah that I mean, was last crazy, year right? but it hey you, you got to be prudent it's you got to be safe when it comes to fans i mean if a, if, it, if a fan gets hurt because they got hit by lightning in a stadium and man <laughs> there's so many repercussions from that it isn't funny. Oh no, I agree uh, safety does come first.
1: I, when I say I'm annoyed uh you know it's still safety comes first. Uh, I'm well'm I'm, I'm the guy who believes in uh, player safety, but uh, I, I want 18 I want an 18 game schedule too because I want to kill the month of February. I hate the month of February. you know football has just ended. You know, it's, it's, it ends in the first week of the you know Super Bowl is the first Sunday in February. It's the coldest month of the year. It's miserable. You know, Northeast. You know, you can't barely go out. Valentine's Day is, is in February, and every guy gets screwed, uh, and not in a good way, in, uh, in February. <laughs> so you know, you yeah, had two more weeks. You know, now, I kill the month of February. It gets, it gets me a little closer to baseball. So uh, I'd be very happy with it, uh, with an 18 game schedule.
2: That's when I start my fantasy football drafts.
1: Yes, I know. Believe me, I see them on Twitter all the time. Oh, Jim's got another draft master today. It's, you know, it's valid. No,
2: I mean, I literally, I started my first draft for 2019 the day after the Super Bowl.
1: (laughs) I'm not surprised. (laughs) So not surprised there. You you mentioned you have a draft at 5
2: o'clock today, correct? Uh, Yes, I have a draft at 5 o'clock today. What kind of of league? Uh, It's a, uh, it's actually a, a uh, pretty decent money online championship league.
1: Nice. So we know what Jim will be doing at five o'clock today. Uh, now you mentioned before you, you joked that you're uh, in the Goon Squad league on Thursday night. You're gonna take Mahomes at three. Uh, I'm. Once again, if you were in one league or it's a couple leagues, are you a guy who would ever take Mahomes in round three? Right. Where his ADP is? Or are you uh, are you a believer waiting for a quarterback?
2: Well, you know, because I play in so many leagues, I absolutely do most of the time wait for a quarterback. But there have been a couple of those leagues where I wanted to shift it up and go different. And there's a couple of them that I do have Mahomes that I grabbed in the third. Uh, look, he, he is what he is. The kid had an amazing season last year. More than likely doesn't reach the same numbers he had last year. But even if he only has, you know, if he has a 20% regression. We're still looking at 4,000 yards and 40 touchdowns, which probably puts him at the top of the heap again. So, you know, I'm not really worried about him. He definitely represents value. He, he could absolutely be the top-scoring quarterback again. So, you know, I, I don't have any problem with it. If somebody wants to do it, if that's their only league, especially if they got money on it, why not grab the best quarterback in the league and run with it? I mean, you lost number two or three in luck. You know, Watson, that O-line is Losing people that just lost Lamar Miller, you know, if they don't really make up for that, then he's got a drop in fantasy drafts. So, you know, at this point, he could clearly have that early-rung tier all to himself. Okay,
1: now switch up to, uh, to tight end. We've seen Travis Kelsey go in mean, uh, the first round in uh, in some leagues here. Are you somebody in a majority of leagues who would do that? Would you take Kelsey, uh, maybe would you take Kelsey round one? Would you take Ertz at the end of round two or round three? Kittle, same thing or do you wait on
2: tight ends as well, in a majority of your leagues? Majority of my leagues I wait. Um, In some leagues I've waited too long, but in most leagues I wait. Um, But I have taken Kelsey. I'm a little off Ertz this year just because of the fact that how much they're talking about they want to use Goddard, and I really like Goddard. I think he's going to be a future star in this league. So the fact that they're talking about him, they're getting him involved already, he's had a good off-season and preseason, I think is going to Cut a little bit into Ertz, so I wouldn't go that high as Ertz. And we've actually seen Ertz drop uh, into the fifth and sixth rounds in some drafts now, so he's definitely falling. Kittle, I don't think, is going to fall as far just because, look, the wide receiver core isn't coming together as much as they want. You know, early in the preseason, they said they were going to get rid of uh, Golden, Goldwyn, uh, Marquise Golden, Goodwin. Damn, I couldn't get that out of my mouth. Marquise Goodwin, now all of a sudden, he's a starter. Um, Dante Pettis, you know, everybody coming into the season thought he was going to be their number one and go to guy. And he's had a terrible off-season. yet he still seems to be their starter. So while they're, you know, entrenched as their starters right now, none of them have really showcased much to, to stand out. And that scares me. So I could see Kittle just getting as much use as, as he got last year, just based on the fact that he could very well be the best receiver they have on that team right now. So I'm not as worried about Kittle. So I have Kittle at two behind Kurt uh behind uh Kurtz and Ertz a little Kelsey and Ertz a little while later. Uh so I have no problem taking Kelsey DiRoli. He definitely gives you a definitive edge. In my projections, I have him at fifty points higher than any other tight end this year. So I, I definitely believe in him. And that, that one draft I told you about that I grabbed Mahomes in three uh, a couple of weeks ago, I grabbed Kelsey in one. Actually, grabbed Damian Williams in two too. I wanted to see what the KC stack would do, but I did do that, so I can't say I would never.
1: Uh, well, the majority of your leagues you're playing, I
2: imagine you've done just about every possible strategy. I if have you, tried. I, I just drafted. I just drafted a league the other night where my caveat going into the league was I was going to draft the play players I had on no other no other leagues, and it, it really turned out to be. Quite hard, <laughs> but I did it. I drafted a full <laughs> Gee, team of players I don't why. draft anywhere else.
1: Let's talk about that for a second. Give me some of your players that uh, I understand in you know 150 leagues. You're gonna you're gonna have every player, but that generally you don't want. And give me give me some players and the reasons why.
2: Uh, okay, let's see. I'll go right off the top. I mean, Fournette always always tops that list for me. Uh, I I don't normally draft him. Look, I I know he could, if given 16 years, could be a top running back in the league based on sheer volume. But I just don't think he's a good running back. And I just won't buy it. Between, you know, the injury history and the idiocy injury, I've stayed away pretty much all. Um, I haven't grabbed a lot of Le'Veon Bell this year just because he's going too early for me. I just don't... Look, I know he's a good running back. I get all that. It's more the offense that worries me more than Bell does. So I worry about that. Uh, Let's see some other guys I'm trying to go through, top of my head. Malvin Gordon, I've absolutely stayed away from just because I am concerned he sits out a good part of the year. uh, Unless they do make a trade. I'm trying to think of some other names here. Uh, I don't normally grab Stefan Diggs. I think he's too up and down. Uh, he's, uh, you know, all over the board. He'll give you some great weeks, but he'll give you some weeks where he just absolutely disappears. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm a little off Robert Woods this year, just because I, I think with cup coming back, I think Woods takes a big hit. And then, uh, the other one, uh, oh, man, I was just thinking of, uh, uh, Robert Woods and, uh, else? Oh, man, I had another one in my head. That was a perfect example. And now it just went out. Uh, sorry guys. Uh, trying to go through this real quick. DJ Moore I I don't look I think he's going to be a good wide receiver I'm just not betting on him where where his current ADP is coming from much rather have Curtis Samuel later uh good five or six rounds later in some cases and I just think overall he's he's much better value rather than have a shot at that um who else did we include uh <laughs> Austin Eckler is being uh, overvalued in in my eyes right now, coming up too high. So I won't take. I haven't taken much of him. Tariq Cohen. I haven't taken much of him. Um, Deidee Westbrook. I haven't taken much of him because he got off to a bad start in preseason, but uh, in OTAs and training camp, but is really starting to come on lately. So that might change in the later drafts. I might have some. Uh, investment in him Corey davis is another one i just won't draft going too high for me and that offense now they're talking about maybe Tannehill starting so there's definitely quite a few people sammy watkins is another one uh just can't stay healthy long enough to really put up a great season has a couple of good games but that's about it uh so that that's a good core but there's definitely a lot of guys i could name
1: yeah i can see i'm not going to enjoy being uh, drafting anywhere near you on Thursday, because you and I are on the same wavelength. I think uh, I might have only disagreed with one player you named there. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Uh, but other than that, I, I was pretty much on board with everybody else you named. As far as players, I'm not big on either. So I think you said you have three. I, I have five, which means we're two spots away from each other. That's not going to be enjoyable. I never liked uh, drafting anywhere near Scott Angle either, because he and I always thought the same too. So I knew he was going to steal some of my players. Uh, you know, be, be pencil. I call them pencil breakers when somebody snipes you over and over again. I don't get mad once. You know, that's three, four times, and then, then I call them pencil breakers, because it, it just annoys well, me I'll to no end.
2: I'll I'll tell you my biggest, my best experience with Scott Engel was back in 2011. We did that fantasy football expert expo down in Atlantic City, and we did a live draft for Sirius um, on air right there at the expo. And I had never met Scott before. I, you know, worked with him a couple of times. I talked to him on, you know, phone a couple of times, but never met him in person. And we ended up sitting right next to each other for the draft. And my experience was every single time somebody in the draft said the word ball, football, ball, any, any combination, Scott would lean over to me and go, he, he, he said ball. He he said ball every single freaking time for the entire (laughs) draft. And if you go back, you know, I've gone back and listened to the taping of it. You can always hear me in the background say, cut it out, Scott, cut it out. (laughs) We're on air, cut it out. Um, So, yeah, it was kind of funny. We had a great time there. But, yeah, that was my real introduction to to Scott Angle as I know him today.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I enjoyed working with Scott. He was, he was a lot of fun to work with. I mean, I was there when he was in all his kiss regalia back when we were on, <laughs> on a series and a, on the show. I'm like, oh, my God, he is this crazy. Uh, he is kiss crazy. He had me, dre- me dressed up as a referee once uh, to do a show. Because <laughs> yeah, he, found, he found out that I, uh, you know, I ref hockey. He goes, oh, bring your referee stuff and bring a yellow flag. You know, he had me, every time I didn't like something that he said, I had to throw the flag. And uh, I, was, I was like, "Oh my God, this is this is nuts," uh, but the uh, the thing about Beavis and ButtHead, he said, "Bull, that's that's him and Bavona. They used to do that all the time, you know, th- those two together." So uh, yeah, that that's so Scott to do that during a draft. Uh, God bless. Uh, <laughs> he said, "Bull." <laughs> oh God, um, God. I mean, really. All right. Uh, so, I uh, said, you're going to be a problem for me on Thursday. I don't, I don't, I don't like guys who are on the same wave like this. Me, I like guys who obviously aren't going to be worried about the players or like players. I don't because then they might, you might take them. Who's, you know, who's between us?
2: Uh, I don't anymore. I closed the email. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, well, it.
1: it's probably a uh, fan anyway, so it wouldn't matter. It, well, uh,
2: actually, I got it right here between. Yeah, uh, big timer Steve is in between us.
1: All right, so we'll see uh, how Steve does. Uh. He, I, Steve's I a pretty uh, good drafter.
2: What, he, he'll throw some wrenches into our game.
1: And this is a, this is a, a regular read, like so pretty much a standard league. Is, we didn't make a super. Oh, it's 12 teams. You should go super flex. He originally said 14, and you mm-hmm. and I thought that was a bad idea because, let's face it, a couple of teams are not going to have
2: quarterbacks at all.
1: Uh, yeah, we, we should definitely talk
2: back into the super flex in a 12 teamer. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, p- the problem is I think Chris is out the first couple of days next week. Oh, that's uh, right. From fantasy football <laughs> Monday, yes, Tuesday, I don't know Wednesday. That's Dutched right. Them. So We may not see him until Thursday, which is the night of the draft, supposedly.
1: All right. There will be Football Frenzy, Jim Day and I, uh, We We will be doing it. I don't know if I'm hosting. I don't know if we're going to have another host. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what comes up there. But we'll, uh, we're will we doing what, the AFC West this week,
2: Jim? Uh, I don't know. I just look at it a couple couple minutes before the show and see what team he wants to talk about.
1: <laughs> Listen, you're ahead of me. I generally don't look at all. Uh, I th- I'm pretty sure that's the only division we haven't done. I'm not 100% sure here. But I know we have done the- did the Jets because I couldn't remember. the. So we did the East because I couldn't remember the Jets finished last, last year.
2: I remember talking about Pittsburgh, I think. Trying to look real quick we, myself. Uh, we couldn't be yeah, so lucky to done, have the AFC South. The entire AFC. Um. I'm pretty sure it's the West. I think it's the AFC West. Yeah, I'm not hundred percent sure. Oh, well, I don't here, think so we get... did the NFC West either.
1: I thought we were right on target to finish where the season starts. I'm not a hundred. He's no, he. We did the NFC. We did because we went over. Uh, you know, uh, we did the the world our World Series, our Super Bowl picks and stuff like that. We did do the entire NFC. I remember okay. doing that. So. Um, I'm just not so sure what division we're doing next week. You'll find out on Monday, everybody. You'll be surprised at the rest of us. Uh, so once again, thank you, Jim Dave, for showing up and uh, Jim, where else can we find you?
2: Oh, uh, you can find me all over the place. Of course, with George and Chris on Monday through Friday, at fantasy football frenzy Wednesday night, I do a podcast with Tony Sincata and uh, Mike Blewett uh, Friday night. I do another podcast with Annie Singleton. Uh, you can find all our podcasts at fulltimefantasy.com and ffchamps.com. And, uh, uh, of course, ffchamps.com. We're, uh, I'm running the show over there. we got a lot of great things. Our tools are up. All kinds of stuff happening. So come on. Check us out.
1: Hey, if not for Jim's podcast, I might still not have remembered my 10th anniversary. Uh, as uh, Jim had there. Uh, if not for Jim asking how long have you been married for? You know, four <laughs> days after my anniversary. Uh, yeah. Oops. Uh-huh. Luckily, my wife got to, so uh, I was okay there. Uh, So once again, Jim and I will be back on Monday at Fantasy Football Frenzy. This is a good weekend fantasy update. Uh, You can stick with us, Cam Stewart. I almost said Cam Newton. Uh, Cam Stewart and I, weekend wages from 12 to 3. We will discuss baseball there. If you've been wondering about what's going on in the world of baseball, uh, Cam and I will be discussing baseball. We're going over the entire slate, betting, uh, DFS news. That is the Fantasy Taz. He is the Fantasy Taz, Jim Day. Jim, once again, thank you so much for uh, showing up today. I don't know. No we may be doing a Weekend Fantasy update until February. We'll see what happens here. NFL starting, college starting. Jeff, thank you behind the glass here. If everybody else, have a great weekend. Good luck in your drafts. Stay tuned. Weekend wait. Can you catch the live show? Yes. Make sure to
0: download our podcast at the FNTSY Sports Network Audio.